Remember to subscribe and share. Good day, and welcome to Noel Anderson's 15 Minutes of Fame. In this special episode on the voice referendum, I'll outline the proposed constitutional recognition of Indigenous Australians and mention some of the arguments for and against the voice. Why am I doing this? Well, a few weeks back, a friend said to me, Noel, the voice, do you understand it? Because I don't. He didn't understand it. And I'm sure a lot of you out there are confused. So hopefully, by the end of this short podcast, you'll be a little wiser. The voice referendum is a proposal to amend the Australian Constitution to establish a First Nations voice of Parliament. This would be a representative body of Indigenous Australians that would advise the Parliament on matters affecting their rights and their interests. The idea, you see, is to give Indigenous Australians a say in the laws and policies that affect them and to promote their self-determination and empowerment. Sounds good, doesn't it? Now, The voice referendum is based on recommendations of the Uluru Statement of the Heart, which was issued in 2017 by a National Convention of Indigenous Leaders. The Uluru Statement also called for a Makarata Commission, which would oversee the process of truth-telling and treaty-making between the government and Indigenous peoples. Now, with any change, there's always a little drama. Not everyone is convinced that the voice in Parliament is a good idea. Some think it's a very bad idea. The arguments against it are the voice would create a third chamber of Parliament or a separate system of government for Indigenous Australians. This would undermine the principle of equality before the law or create division and resentment among Australians. The voice would interfere with the sovereignty and authority of the elected representatives. It will be either symbolic or disruptive, depending on how it is designed and how it is implemented. The voice does not represent the views of all Indigenous Australians and would be dominated by activists. These are just some of the common arguments against the voice but many of them are based on assumptions or fears that can be challenged by looking at the evidence or the experience of similar models in other countries. The Voice referendum is supported by many prominent Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians, as well as by major political parties and religious organisations. They argue that the voice would not disrupt, but will be a historic step towards reconciliation and justice for the First Nations people, who have suffered centuries of dispossession, discrimination and violence. Arguments for are The voice was recommended after a years-long engagement with Indigenous communities Australia-wide. Indigenous people deserve a say in policies that affect them, and if the government listens to Indigenous people as it creates policies about them, the policies will be better and the outcome better. When governments listen, they use funding more effectively. The voice would then save Australians money. The voice would advise government on practical steps to improve things that all Australians should be entitled to. Things like Indigenous health, education, employment and housing. Everyone needs a safe place to call home. 
So, there you have it. Some of the pros and the cons of a voice referendum. I hope you are a little wiser on the subject now. The voice referendum is a historic opportunity for Australia to recognise and respect its First Nations people and their unique contribution to our land. I ask you to remember that this is not just a matter for Indigenous Australians, but for all of us. It's a chance to do things differently, a chance to listen, learn and grow together. Get informed about The Voice and remember to vote on October 14th. Have a good day. (laughs) 